Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another wild sort of Wednesday for Torch Report 406. Friends, the future is in our hands. It's time to rally for the truth, to call it like it is, and to do our part to make things right. There is a lot of news out there today about the stumbling, bumbling, sock puppet slash blithering idiot who's pretending to be the United States president right now as he shamelessly parades and shuffles around the NATO summit in Lithuania. That's been going on the last couple of days. And his his incoherent muttering, his dazed and confused expression, they're on full display for the whole world to see. And looking at some of the articles that are out there, if passing glances are any indication, there are plenty of global leaders who are kind of miffed that they have to play along with the stupidity of of it all. But obviously that is not what I want to talk about today. You know, the fact that Joe Biden is being propped up on the global stage is almost unbearably embarrassing. But the bigger issue is just one single fact, friends. They're getting away with it. They're getting away with it, which leads to the big question, how long? How long will they get away with it? How long will Joe Biden's handlers get away with parading a senile octogenarian around, pretending that he's the leader of the so-called free world? How long? Honest question. How long will the Democrats in America allow themselves to be so willfully fleeced that they keep continuing to accept the idea that this shadow of a man is going to be reelected. I mean, that's what he told everybody at NATO. I'm going to be reelected. I'm going to win that election. You know, how long will Republican leaderships, you know, allow this despicable charade, this utter mockery of the presidential office to continue? How long will patriotic Americans stand by and watch as the country we love get systematically destroyed right before our very eyes? How long? You know, it's mind boggling. It's maddening. And it doesn't make a lick of sense. Can't everyone see what's going on here? Well, sure they can if they're looking. You know, at least anyone who's paying attention can see what's going on here. But that's really the root of our problem. There aren't enough people paying attention to what's really going on. And I want to kind of frame this in the population uh, through, through the lens of looking at the population as a whole. Think about the bell curve. Friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com to see this, uh, this little shot of the bell curve. And it shows where, you know, the average person above average, highly intelligent, low intelligent, superior intelligent, mentally inadequate. And of course, the exceptionally gifted like Albert Einstein falls on the bell curve. And looking at that picture, it reminds me of the quote from George Carlin. He says, take a look at the average person and you can tell they're not that smart, which means that half the people out there are real effing idiots. <laughs> I love George Carlin. He he never uh, held, held back punches, uh, wasn't afraid to call it like it is. And, and just to call it like it is, you know, we have to acknowledge that some people are truly too stupid to care. You know, they linger at the bottom of the bell curve. That's just a biological fact. Now, for those 70% of people in the middle, 
that 70% is intentionally being divided into warring factions. You know, they're being fed a steady stream of spoon-fed propaganda, and they're generally being kept too busy and too distracted to see what's really going on. That's the majority of America. Now, those in the middle who are on our side, who love our country, who believe in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, who want to preserve the American way of life for their children and future generations, those good old-fashioned, hard-working, red-blooded Americans who make the world go round and don't have time to take a stupid damn test anyway, those are the people who would be absolutely outraged about all of this if they just knew about it. Those are the people that we need to be talking about, uh, talking to. Those are the people that we need to be sharing information with so they can learn about what's really going on. So sharing is caring, friends, and I do appreciate each of you who do share the torch report. Now, the other half of the middle 70 percent, they're little more than the mindless drones, right? They're the useful idiots. They're parroting the talking points and thinking that they can get something for nothing if they just vote for Democrats. You know, these are the morons who believe that Biden's economy is booming and that he was the most popular president ever elected and they will vote for him again. It's just a sad truth. Now then, all of that said, that leaves the rest of us. Friends, I, I consider uh, by the very virtue of you listening and reading the Torch Report, you are a truly intelligent person, and I appreciate and I respect your intelligence immensely. Okay? The rest of us who are, are, are the portion of society who, you know, despite being insanely busy building businesses and raising well-adjusted families and creating new things and making sure everyone else is doing their job, <laughs> you know, we, we still have the capacity to educate ourselves about what's going on in the world. Right. This is the group currently wrestling over the fate of humanity. This group is bitterly divided about what's best for society. Uh, Currently, you know, we're kind of locked in this ideological gridlock and we're being circumvented by political corruption at every turn. But I do believe there are level headed individuals on the left and the right who realize that something is terribly wrong and who intend to do something about it. Now, that said, uh, here's here. I want to point out a few facts. You know, I think they're relatively obvious, but they need to be stated. First, there is no direct correlation between in, intellect and wisdom. There's no direct correlation between intelligence and wisdom. Just being smart doesn't mean that you're wise, in other words. The second thing is that intelligent people are not immune to stupidity. Just because you're smart doesn't mean you don't do stupid things, right? Just because someone is smart doesn't mean that they don't make mistakes, that they don't miss the point, uh, that they that they have any awareness as to the things that they don't already know. You know, intelligence does not negate ignorance. That's just part of the human condition. Being intelligence all, uh, intelligent also doesn't mean being immune to biological hacking, to brain entrainment, to social conditioning, or to mind control, like we've been talking about here for the last uh, week or so. If you if you just think about kind of the average PhD. You see what I mean. You know, they, they, they succumb to cultural conditioning, uh, to, to, you know, mind control, among other things. But the, the point is, friends, the mind virus can infect us all. Intelligence is no uh, antidote to mental hacking. So we really face a twofold problem here. First, there aren't enough people paying attention who have the aptitude to do anything about it. 
The second thing is that those who are paying attention and who do have the aptitude to do something about it are hopelessly outmatched by the media, by the deep state, the censorship, the weaponized AI, and just the sheer magnitude of people who have already been assimilated into the collective hive mind. Now, I know that's not a pretty picture, but really that's my best account uh, of the situation that we're facing right now. I'm just trying to look at it and make sense of it here. And that means, ultimately, that solutions to our dilemma are hard to come by. There is no easy way out. We need leaders who inspire the hearts of humanity to rise up against tyranny. We need military strategists who can devise a plan to overcome the odds. We need well-trained warriors who are willing to step into harm's way and take the fight to the enemy. And we need countless volunteers to support them in their mission. We need all of this and more. Friends, we need hope. Not hopium, but actual, factual, well-grounded hope. We need to know in our hearts that good will triumph over evil. We need to believe that even though the deck is stacked against us, our grit, tenacity, and determination will be sufficient to see us through these hard times. As our forefathers did before us, we need to delight in danger and not shy away from hardship. We must place our faith in providence and trust that is what is meant to be will be. And we must move forward with this confidence. And we must move forward quickly before it's too late. The great, inescapable, global socialist surveillance state is nearly complete. The digital identities and digital currencies will soon be the noose around our necks. Friends, with every movement, every transaction, every conversation monitored and tracked, the ability to mount an effective opposition will be whittled away to almost nothing. We are nearly at that point now, which is why patriots must act fast. And while, while it's still relatively easy to travel and to coordinate inconspicuously, if need be. Now, I'm aware that the f- mere fact that I'm putting these words in writing may draw in the wolves, so to speak. But what else are we to do? You know, are we are we supposed to cower in fear Are we supposed to live our lives so afraid of the state that we cannot speak the truth? Are we to pretend as if this isn't all happening, that it's just okay? Are we supposed to toss up our hands and surrender as if America's demise is somehow inevitable? Are we now supposed to accept tyranny as if there's no other choice? Hell no, friends. Give me liberty or give me death. I will live free or die. I will not give in. I will not give up. I will not acquiesce to the will of tyrants. I will not stand idly by as the predators prey upon our children, as the politicians plunder our country, and as the global cabal seeks to enslave us all. I will not go quietly into the night. I will not sit down and shut up and stay home and do what I'm told. Friends, I may be just a lowly, ignorant peasant, but I am an American peasant, and there is rebel blood just running through my veins, and I can feel it pumping now. Can you feel me? I know with every heartbeat that I was born free, and you will too, and I will choose to die that way, and I will fight to the very last breath to instill this mindset in as many people as possible, to inspire the yearning for freedom that is so innate in our human nature. We cannot suffocate under the boot of tyranny forever. That is absolutely unacceptable. Friends, we must tap into our latent potential. 
right? We were talking about that. The CIA is talking about the latent potential of the human mind. We need to tap into that potential. We need to cast caution to the wind. We need to head out into the storm. Now is the time for courage and for courageous, conscious decisions. Now is the time for those of us who can to do. Now is the time for each of us to do our part. It's all hands on deck, friends, right here at the local level and in every community across this great nation. If we want to restore representative government, we must water the roots and motivate those in leadership to make a stand. Tell them. You either stand with us or you stand against us. You either lead or you get the hell out of the way. As Wyatt Earp famously said, you know, you tell them that justice is coming. You tell them that I am coming and hell's coming with me and hell's coming with me. (laughs) I love that movie. Tombstone, of course, if you guys don't know, that's what I'm quoting from, but just a great uh, capture of the essence of the American spirit. You know, When the sleepy majority of Americans shake awake from their media-induced slumber, when the true American patriots make the decisive choice to reclaim the nation, there will be a reckoning, and it will be hell. Only a fool would glorify this reality. Only a fool would glorify the reality of war. Remember when we talked about, you know, can you imagine this, the wafting stench of death drifting across your back porch? Now take a deep breath. <sighs> Taking it down a notch here, right? We need to breathe deep because things are happening fast. The enemy knows that their days are numbered. Though they are emboldened by their technological weapons and their organizational advantage, many of those who are just carrying out orders, they're just being government stooges, they're growing wary of the day when Americans rise up. State censorship can't keep them safe from small flying objects. Even a torch and pitchfork could be lethal in the hands of an angry mob. And I believe, friends, that is why. They're pulling stunts like this uh, Speak Now initiative put out by the FBI. Again, screenshot here in the report today. I'll just read it. It says, justice is better than revenge. You may not be Superman, but you can help the hashtag FBI protect the country. If you have information about a federal crime, speak now. Call 1-800, you know, snitch on your neighbor or visit snitch.fbi.gov. Actually, it's tips to submit a tip. But, you know, it says, do you have a tip about a federal crime like terrorism or cybercrime or counterintelligence or civil rights or political public dis- uh, public corruption? Do you have tips on weapons of mass destruction or organized crime or violence or white collared crime? You know, if you do, just call the FBI today, you know. And of course, it's all according to the FBI's version, if you look at their little graphic there. And I'd like to break down the psychology of the wording a little bit more in a separate report. But for here and now, I want to point to the devious and deceptive application of this Speak Now initiative. It's like Snitch Anonymous, right? Anyone, anywhere, at any time, can now report me or report you or report anyone else to the FBI. And they can do so for any reason whatsoever, however fictitious or untruthful it may be, according to the FBI's version of federal crime. Hey, uh, this is a civil rights violation. Report it to the FBI. Oh, my gosh. This is uh, this is corruption. Report it to the FBI. Funny point here uh, in the article. 
it was over at the Gateway Pundit this morning that that social media kind of blew up with, you know, good old fashioned, you know, red blooded Americans reporting the FBI to the FBI, reporting the DOJ to the FBI and the CIA to the FBI, because the <laughs> the real criminals here are our per, per, corrupt political class who are operating, you know, with complete disregard to the rule of law. Not only are they breaking their oaths of office, but they're breaking every law on the land. And they're getting away with it in broad daylight. But, you know, if you take this at face value, what it really means is that an FBI plant can report you to the FBI. Hell, for that matter, an ex-spouse or a disgruntled employee or a spoiled brat kid, some punk-ass troublemaker or a business competitor could report you to the FBI. Now, the question I have for you is this. Does that make you scared? Does that mean you're going to shut up? Is this going to tamp down your desire to rout out tyranny? Will this stifle your urge to live free? Friends, is this going to prevent you from making a stand, this sort of intimidation, this sort of weaponization of a government agency, a law enforcement that's breaking the law and being turned against the people? Is it going to prevent you from doing what must be done? I don't know. You know, the truth is, if you choose to live in fear that the FBI might investigate you for speaking your mind or what have you, that's your choice. But you certainly don't have to live in fear. You know, just like you don't have to pay your taxes and you don't have to drive the speed limit and you don't have to register and report to the state and you don't even have to obey the law. Right. You, you might choose to, but you don't have to. Friends, and if you don't believe me, just look at the criminals who are running our government right now. You know, look at look at all the laws that Hunter Biden has broken or Joe Biden has broken or any other politician that has broken. You know, you don't have to, obviously. Just look at the criminal gangs that are running amok in the streets in every city across the nation. You don't have to obey the law here. Obviously, there's a choice there. And again, if you choose to do these things. In order to be a good citizen, if you choose to do these things in order to avoid any sort of personal discomfort that may come with disobeying, you know, to play it safe, you know, if you choose to do that, that's that's your choice. But when the law is being weaponized against you, when lawlessness abounds, when the enemy seeks to destroy everything you love and laugh in your face while they're at it, then I'd say it's high time to reconsider. Friends, resistance is the spice of life, and therefore resist we must. The future is in our hands, friends. May we each search our hearts and act accordingly, and that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please do me the great honor. Take the time. Click the heart. on You, know, you can do it on the Substack app. You can go to the web. Website. Click the heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with someone. Share it with anyone. Share it with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this wild Wednesday. Stay wise, friends. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.